What is going on, community? And welcome back to another amazing episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. Better yet, though, it is Sunday, so happy Sunday. I hope you grabbed yourself a cup of coffee because it is time for coffee talk. It is something that we do here every single Sunday on the Everyday Growth Podcast. And what it is, to break it down, to tell you exactly what it is, if you don't know, you're getting yourself into just a conversation between myself and another friend, whether that be over nutrition, fitness, mindset, or whatever the hell we have going on in our lives at that time. So this Sunday is very cool. So if you guys haven't noticed and you follow, and you don't follow me on Instagram, first go over there, give me a follow on Instagram, see what I'm up to. And on my story for Instagram and on Facebook, uh, I always put up um, the Q and A's and say, what questions do you guys have? Doesn't matter what it is, nutrition, fitness, mindset, entrepreneurship related. And what we do is we read back over those questions and we give them the best answers that we possibly can. Hopefully it's in our wheelhouse. Most of the time it is. I do not pick and choose those questions. I put the box up. My guest a week in advance puts the box the box up. And whatever questions we get, we get. I was actually, uh, there's a really cool, really cool question that, uh, that my guest, Justin Lawrence, uh, asks me. And I'm really glad that the person brought it up. It has nothing to do with in our space at all. It's just kind of like the question like pertains to like, well, you guys just listen. It's at the very end. You're going to love it. And it really made me smile and laugh on the podcast because that's what I want to do with this coffee talk, right? Like I want this to be super fun where you guys can come every single Sunday, wake up, you know, wash your face, rub your eyes, toss on, toss on a hoodie, toss on your glasses, grab a cup of coffee and just hit play on this podcast or on the YouTube if you guys want to see some of those pretty faces that I have on here so often. <laughs> but um, this is definitely just a very chill type of podcast. And actually, it's not really a podcast. It's just a cup, cup of coffee between two friends. I try to take the microphones and the podcast out of it. So if it does sound a little weird, guys, we do apologize. But I just don't like to set it up in a super professional manner because that's not the type of conversation I want to have. So like I said, my guest this week is Justin Lawrence, and we answer a bunch of Q&A questions. He is a great friend of mine and fellow nutrition coach, and he trains CrossFit. He's a CrossFit Level 1 trainer, so he's also a trainer as well. And, you know, Justin and our conversation and our friendship started um, a little bit ago uh, over just nutrition. We ran into each other on Instagram, and then we, be, we, we became great friends. And then Carrie Ann and I went down the 4th of July last year, and we've just kept the friendship going. So... It's that's why this conversation is so easy. So I usually have on past guests that I've had on the Everyday Growth Podcast show, and we just build from there. So you guys, I really hope you enjoy. And like always, guys, you know, sit back, relax, and grab a cup of coffee, and uh, you're really going to enjoy this this podcast really quick. So guys, thank you so much for being here on this wonderful Sunday. Hope you guys get something out of it. And if you ever want to ask a question, go ahead and. Follow myself on Instagram. I always have the box up at least four to five days before the actual podcast airs on Sunday. So whatever you're asking this week, it'll be answered next week. We're always a, a week behind uh, the questions. That's just kind of how we space them out. So thank you guys so much for being here. Have a wonderful Sunday. Peace and love like always. Mr. Justin Lawrence, welcome to episode two of Coffee Talk, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, and thanks for having me on. I'm excited. To, it's my first like hang out with somebody that's not Shelby then months. quarantine talk it should be called quarantine talk I should have started this seven seven weeks ago yeah have, <laughs> have like a, the chronicles of how it's progressed because we thought it was going to be like three weeks long to now being three months long oh man yeah we're still not even we just got the five or six week push so I don't know where you guys are at with like gyms and hair salons and shit but we just got 
in five weeks or in another three weeks, we'll be able to open the gym with like 20 or 30 people. It's like actually gonna be like 40% capacity, which is going to be ridiculous. Um, but like another six weeks, I guess is like phase five of gyms actually trying to be open. So where are you guys at right now with that? Well, in Ohio, we don't know. They haven't said anything about gyms. I'm thinking it's going to come soon though. Cause next, but it, um, the 12th, they're opening some things here, uh, like retail and stuff that's going to open back up. Obviously, everything's going to have restrictions. And then on the 15th, right. they're opening up salons, like hair salons and barber shops, which is good because I need a haircut um, really bad. Uh, and then they haven't said anything about gyms yet. I know restaurants are opening up on the 21st, I believe. Uh, they're going to like open up with, like obviously, only a certain amount of people out in there and stuff like that. Um, so it's definitely going to be different than, than what the norm was before. But I mean, at least stuff's opening up here. And I would assume gyms are probably coming maybe June. I don't, he hasn't, he hasn't announced right. yet, but if they're opening up restaurants, I feel like they could definitely open gyms. Cause you can, you can limit people in a gym a lot easier than you can restaurant. Like, yep. just, I mean, and like barbershops, you can, you can limit the gym. Like you can make people space out. If you got to rearrange your gym a little bit, maybe you got to rearrange your gym a little bit for machines being further apart. But like, I feel like it'd be easier to regulate that than right on top of each other with, you know, getting your hair cut or, a restaurant and all that like you know what i mean yeah i think restaurants will be that'll be a shit show i mean with gyms yeah. you can actually like you can literally stand by the door and limit who comes in but for restaurants yeah. it's like you're gonna be yeah. rolling you're gonna be rolling up to a restaurant and they're gonna be like hey we're not allowed any more people and you're like yeah. okay ne- next restaurant you do the same thing there it's like you'd be driving restaurant to restaurant yeah. it's gonna be a pain in the and, ass you know and like gym systems they can have like an online sign up time like i mean a lot of crossfit gyms do anyway you know you sign right. up there a lot of commercial gyms don't, but it'd be super easy to implement that into their system. Like get online, sign up for what time you're going to come after 10 to 15 people. It's capped. You can't come anymore, depending on the square footage of the gym. You know, I think, I think that it would be, I think it makes complete sense to open gyms back up now. I think it's time also. I think it's, I think now it's just kind of doing that like um, irreversible damage to an economy right now. Like Gyms need to open. Salons need to open. Um, if you don't want to get your hair cut, I think you don't have to. I'm like, this is the selfish me talking. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, you're a fucking asshole, Anthony. But it's like, it's, it's the truth. I think we need to start opening things up sooner than later. And I think another seven to eight weeks will be super detrimental to a lot. There's already talk around this town that some of the small businesses aren't even going to open back up, you know? Oh, so yeah, a lot of small, I think just, I mean, it, it's world, it's crazy. It's not even, this is the first like worldwide thing I've ever seen. Like it's worldwide now. A lot of other, a lot of other countries are opening back up. America obviously was hit a little harder than, than a lot of other countries. But right. I mean, what are we, what are we to do? Like, are we, the reason we started the lockdown, this is my opinion. And like you said, people might not agree with it. And if you don't, that's fine. But like, we, we did this quarantine, right, to not overwhelm the hospitals. So the emergency rooms didn't get overwhelmed, so there's enough ventilators. Well, from what I mean, the information we've been provided, that that was that happened, right? Like, mm-hmm. the hospitals aren't so overwhelmed anymore. So the slowly opening of things, I understand why they're doing it slowly. And I think a lot of states are doing a good job. But, I mean, obviously, I'm from Illinois. You live in Illinois. So that's where most of my friends and all my family's at. It's like, why is Illinois taking so long to like the yes i mean i think i don't know what i i don't really understand the governor's like idea is it like there's like different like sections of the state right that he did he put it in because most of the cases are in cook county they're up in chicago like obviously the population that's where most of the state's population is so that's where most cases are going to be but why can't why can't the rest of the state 
have different like opening rules than Chicago? Like why does the whole state have to suffer and all these small businesses down in like I'm from a I'm from a small town. Like we're 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 nothing near Chicago where I'm from. Um the county I've been in has zero cases of coronavirus, the one that I'm from. Literally it's like one of the only counties in the state that has no cases. Um and like my dad my you know my dad owns his own business. Like he's out of he hasn't been able to really work. Like he could work but he he drive, he owns a like trucking company, but freight is so like there's there's one load for every eleven trucks right now to be hauled. Wow. So so like and so you know what they can do to the prices? They can make it really, really cheap. So it's not even worth his time to go out there and work. Like he, it would cost him more in diesel fuel than it would to go work. So it's like, why does the whole state have to suffer? You know? Yeah, imagine. it's yeah, it's hard to even even start to talk about it because there's so much there's so much information that we don't know but i think the, the reason for the phases is supposedly they they know it's all done for how many cases there were from the bottom to the top mm-hmm. from south from south to the north tip and obviously we're up towards the north tip where i'm from or where you know where i'm from and then yeah. that was obviously you know the most populated gets hit the hardest just like new york the most populated new york's i guess fuck fucked so it's because there's so it's because there's so many people in such a small area. But I, I do believe that down south there probably wasn't that many, so they're gonna slowly open up first. But it's like it's weird how how we how they have it like scheduled out. I mean, not to mention where I'm from, we obviously have the the most uh, corrupt governors there ever has been in the past twenty, Absolutely. thirty years. And Illinois is obviously like on the top ten or top five of like the most taxed state. And even, you know, you know, not to get political on the show for the first time ever, yeah. but like even like <laughs> Even Trump made a funny tweet because he's he has his businesses in Chicago. He knows how corrupt the shit we are. He even called oh, out. Yeah. He even called out our governor. Like, what are you doing, idiot? You know, like, yeah. it sucks, yeah, man. It it and, sucks, and like that's from Chicago. It's like like a lot of other states too. But Chicago's known for its workers, you know. So to have these things shut down, it's really causing a controversy with more of the like the eco, like the economical talk about it. And there's a lot of people that, you know, they're like, dude, just open back up. Like we are a working fucking state and we can't work right now. And I feel that I know it's a biased opinion because I'm an entrepreneur and I don't know things and I'm not on the front lines, but you know, it stinks. I think, you know, it stinks. It does. And like, like you said, not to get like political, because I'm going to be honest, like I'm not educated enough on politics or on, or on infectious diseases to sit here and have a good conversation. I'm just saying the way that I view how I feel about things. Like I understand I understand why we've done this whole process of like locking down the country and stuff like that. And I think it's, it's obviously great that we had no cases in the County that I'm from and that we've, we've flattened the curve like we wanted to do. Yeah. But there comes a point where it's like, we, we have to do something like it's going to be complete chaos within our country here. And you know, yeah, no, it will. It's got to have like, it just sucks. It sucks to see people not be able to work. It's sad. Yeah. I just was, I just visited uh, my favorite butcher down the street and they've been open. I don't even know when they opened. I'm talking, I'm talking a very long time ago. It's still an old school butcher place. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very small. It has the best meat, the most expensive and the best meat around. I mean, everything they have is amazing. It's like, it started as like a small mom and pop store and they actually had us waiting out in line outside. You have to have a mask on to enter. They're letting in two people at a time. So like the line out the door was literally around the block all day because it's just like, it's really, it's really crazy. But, um, as I got up to the front, they called from me back. They closed at three o'clock. I was in line from like two fifteen to three thirty just to get like a couple things, whatever was left in there. But I knew that one of the kids, um, has been working there basically his whole life. His name was Kenny. 
And he was telling people like, that's it. We're closed. You know, after him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Hey, Kenny, what's up? It's Anthony. He's like, Holy cow, dude, what's going on? You know, give a little fist bump. And I'm like, how's it been? And this is a thriving place that's been there. I want to say it's been there for, it's got to be around 50 years. It has to be. He said they're down 50% income. And that's like, whoa, like that's a small mom and pop shop. And like, if you know, and then you walk up and you notice that they changed their hours, they're closed an entire extra day that they used to be during the week. So imagine that. And there was always like 10 people behind there cutting meat, bagging stuff. You know, the women were there on the weekends and it was like, the women and the young men were there on the weekends and like they were doing stuff. And now it's like, dude, the 50% you walk in there, they had like no meat left, which I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. And they had a very minimal amount of workers there. And it's like, dude, come on. Like that yeah. place has been here for 50 years, you know, like yeah. that's, that's, what, that's what scares me. That's what it, it, that hurts me the most is to see places like that, that thrive on community and the community is shut down because of this. Yeah. And like they're shut down and then other people are out of work. So other people don't have money to spend on stuff like that. Like, obviously you need food, but like you said, it's, it's expensive meat and it's, it's kind of a, like to go there would probably be kind of like a luxury, right? Like you're yes. going to get some good meat, like it's worth it. But so like people that are obviously short on money, they're probably going to go to like Costco and buy meat. They're not going to go to um, a mom and pop, which they should. You should go support those small businesses if you can. Yeah, definitely. I do. I do feel you on that. Well, with that being said, cheers. Thank you for being here. Yeah. I really do. I really do appreciate it. Do you have anything special in the cup? Uh, this is just, uh, I got some cold brew. What do you got? It's just, just hot coffee. I put some uh, protein powder in it because to get some extra protein, like today it's, it's Sunday. I'll probably take a really relaxed day. So I know my protein might not be as high. I usually have like one less meal because I don't work out on Sundays, you know? Yeah, it's total, total chill day. It's, chill day. it's going to be very chill today, too. I'm going to relax. Yeah, it's a little rainy by us. You know, by the time, pe- by the time people, th- this podcast uh, airs, this is Mother's Day. So happy, happy yeah. Mother's Day to all. Yes. And a um, sure. uh, little, little fun fact, community, uh, Justin and I go way back, you know, so this is going to be a total, this is like our, our, our monthly phone call checkup. But uh, um, to go back a little bit, Justin was actually on my very first episode of my podcast. It was actually episode number two. The first episode, if you want to count it, was my intro. Justin was my very first guest. And he was also just on episode 24 also. That was crushing goals, studying routines, and beating COVID-19. And we're still talking about it to this day. And then he's on Coffee Talk episode two. So welcome back for the third time, my guy. Yeah, it's exciting, man. It's fun. It's always fun. It's like, like you said, it's just like our kind of just hangout hour that we have chat about this is what this is kind of what we just talk about like if you were in my living room chilling with me yeah 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 this is like this is pretty much what we talk about yeah i have i have a feeling like when uh next time i come visit i'm just gonna like just toss the recorder down just like all day 24 hours and just like cut up a bunch of different sections of podcasts yes you should you should uh if i mean if illinois doesn't open up soon you know we'll be open up before you just come hang out and we can actually go eat in public somewhere i mean dude for real as soon as you as soon as you tell me that restaurant and the pool's open i'm coming we're coming right away yeah i'm hoping well, restaurants are supposed to open soon, and like they're they're actually opening outdoor restaurants before um, like oh. we're eating, and we have that outdoor section, you know, that restaurant by our by our place. Um, and I'm wondering if the pool, like, if the pool will count in that because you could you could regulate the amount of people in that pool. Like, you have you literally have to sign in with your key, you know, your phone app. So, right. man, I, I hope the pool. I mean, not that it's been warm enough to lay by the pool, but hopefully, hopefully that opens soon. 
I feel, I feel like you guys will have like a perfect transition. Like as soon as they open up everything, everyone's just going to be ready to go out to that pool. Oh. Man. Cause like when I came to visit, that was like the place to hang out on the weekend, man. The hot spot. Really the hot right. dude, the hot spot. I mean, there's people everywhere in that pool. It was awesome. So like, so, so drink. where, where Justin lives at, he has like this communal restaurant and pool in the middle with a, there's a sand volleyball pit. There's a gym right there. So it's all like connected and everyone kind of meets into this pool area, which I think is, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you've yeah. gone out, you've gone out there um, like during the week when you were working, yeah. like I'm going to go work by the pool today. Like that's, yeah. that's amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's a good environment. And like they play like what's cool. Like during the day they play like more chilled music. Like maybe they'll play some like country music or some like acoustic stuff. Um, but on the weekends, it's kind of like, it feels like you're like at a resort for real. It's kind of like a party at that at that place like people yeah. playing all those djs it's it's cool i think the one saturday that we were there over the fourth of july weekend or it was i think it was saturday we chilled all day by the pool i think it maybe it was uh-huh. or maybe maybe it was the sunday whatever day it was on that weekend it was a party i mean there yeah. was people everywhere and everyone was having a good time everyone had buckets of beer and everyone was getting drinks uh-huh. and, getting, and what's awesome is you can get food right there you know so that's yeah. like the it's like, yeah, it's like it's like a damn resort that we, and we and we walked there from your place we walked yeah. there it's cool yeah, it's definitely. I can't wait for that to be open. I'm coming as soon as that That's opens. Sure I'll be coming. I'll be knocking on the door again. You'll be like, who, who's that? I'll be like, well, hey, <laughs> don't even tell me or Shelby you're coming. I'm not even going to call you guys at all. I'm going to come find your new place. Um, so what the big thing is is, did you get any questions? We put up a question block community on our. I have put it on my Facebook, and I've also put it on my Instagram. We got a couple questions from the community, um, and I want Justin's opinion on this. So I have one. Actually, I have some good questions for you, Justin. I want to get your um, well, before we do that, Justin, why don't you give a little intro or a little like repeat of who you are and what you do for your, your job? Yeah. Um, so I am a nutrition coach. So that's kind of how me and Anthony met just randomly on Instagram. Um, through that, you know, that through that common connection there, uh, I work for a company called the method now, which is, I just deal one-on-one with clients. Most of my clients are CrossFitters, uh, but I have clients with like all walks of life, people that do just regular like bodybuilding workouts to, you know, just people that train like two or three days a week and just want to be healthy. So big, big variety of clients there. Um, they're based in Adelaide, Australia. Uh, it's, it's been a really good opportunity for me. I really enjoy that a lot. Before that, I just kind of coached on my own. I also coach at a CrossFit gym. Um, so I'll, I'll coach some classes. There's some personal training sessions every once in a while that we have to do, which is basically like, if you're familiar with CrossFit, it's like an onboarding class, but we, we just have it now we've switched over to where it's like personal training, which I feel like they get more out of it. And he kind of gives us the coach free range to walk people through whatever they, whatever we feel like they need. Cause everybody comes in on different levels. Like, you know, like somebody might not need that super fundamental right. CrossFit basics class, like where they need to learn how to like just deadlift or strict press. Um, and with the personal training thing, we can kind of take them through a little more. Like if we have somebody that's a more advanced, like maybe somebody that's an advanced power lifter that comes in there, but they've never snatched a clean and jerk. We can walk them through a snatch clean and jerk session, get them ready for CrossFit class and throw them in. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much what I do. Um, yeah, basically just a nutrition coach and, uh, trainer, you know, same, same as Anthony here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you man. guys can hear my like, whole stories. Like if you go back and listen to those other podcasts, like I go into pretty much into depth on what I do. Yeah, definitely. You guys can definitely hear Justin. He, like I said, he's been on episode two and 24. Episode 24 was great because we talked. It's nice to catch back up and actually like recap. That was just only on 
episode 24. So I'm thinking I'm on like 33 or 34 now. So yeah, and that was a great conversation too. But if you guys want to go back to uh, hit up Justin on uh, Instagram as well, and then also go back to that episode number two and actually get Justin's full story on everything, why he came into coaching. That's kind of like the introduction to the, my podcast, introduction to you two onto the podcast. You guys can go back to that. So I want to get right into the questions. We put up a question block on all of our Instagrams and Facebooks and stuff. And I actually got a couple of really good nutrition questions. And I'm going to dive right in, Jay. I'm going to give you the first one from my buddy Juan Pequeno, aka Johnny Smalls. So the best alcoholic drink to drink, question mark, and low in calories, question mark. What do you got for a best alcoholic drink that could be low in calories? Best alcoholic drink to be low in calories, usually like a, a more clear liquor I would go with. Um, and then you can always mix it with like um, like a soda water. I mean, I've even drink vodka water, add like a, a lemon or a lime. Tequila is okay to drink, um, especially if you have like gluten intolerance. Tequila is a good one because it's made, right. you know, it's, that's, that's one that most people can tolerate pretty well. Everybody loves White Claws. You know, those are... Those are low calorie, um, hundred calories a can, man. That's and, not bad. You know, if you want my honest opinion when it comes to drinking, when I'm drinking, I'm not even, I don't even think about calories. I'm thinking about, I, cause I don't drink that often. So that's my opinion for most people, even most clients that come to me is I'm like, Hey, we shouldn't be drinking all the time anyway. Um, you know, for optimal health and like performance and body composition, whatever you're looking for, if you're looking for it in nutrition, um, it kind of, I'd be like, what's, what's your best low calorie cookie or cake option it's like well we probably shouldn't be (laughs) every day anyway but when you do those are some of the beverages not even a big you know i'm not a huge drinker but but like when you came when you came like when i have friends visiting i will drink we didn't really care what we were drinking we just we would have like we want a mojito we'd have mojito we want an old-fashioned we go get an old-fashioned i want a you know ipa like one of the highest calorie beers you can get i'd have an ipa that's how i approach it because the other 80, 90% of my life is so put together with my nutrition. Um, but I do, if I'm going to have several drinks, if I'm going to go out and I know I'm going to probably get like drunk, I think uh, mixing like clear liquors for me are usually lower in calories and mixing right. them with like soda water or water, adding a lime or a lemon or something like that to it usually flavors it and tastes pretty good. You can do diet sodas too. I mean, you know, right, right. That always works. Yeah, I think if we're trying to count, I'm going to play devil's advocate on the other side of uh-huh. it. I think we're going to, if we're going to try to count calories, you shouldn't be looking at your alcohol to count calories. I believe you could yeah. have what you want to drink and kind of count your calories throughout the week. If it comes down to, I have to watch what I drink and you know, you drink a lot. It's one of those things like there's probably other holes in your nutrition or fitness yeah. game that we need to, we need to plug up first. But if I had to say a specific drink, I think like vodka and soda. Mm-hmm. that's the lowest of the low you can possibly get. You just have, I think there's like zero, almost obviously nothing's ever truly zero calories, but I think soda is basically, there's nothing in it. There's no carbs, there's no fat. Yeah. So it's just, it's just water. Just be careful because it's vodka in water. It will catch yeah. you and bite you in the ass very yeah. quick. <laughs> like with, with alcohol, like it's everybody, everybody likes to just think that we can honestly just track it as like carbs and carbs and protein. I think we look at a drink and it has, says it has four grams of carbs, like a white collar or something. They don't count the alcohol calories in there because alcohol is basically, it's the hidden macro of seven calories, right? So that's not even in the drink. Like you have to like kind of figure that in too, but, but it's, it's really hard to do. It's complicated. A lot of people are like, yes, I don't even want to go there with you. Like it's going to overcomplicate things. Like drink in moderation. You're going to be okay. 100%. Yeah. You know? Awesome, man. Um, question number two, let's go with, 
this is a very broad question. Um, I believe she meant it to be very broad. And all she put was lunch suggestions for work. And I do believe that's it. Just lunch suggestions for work. I don't, I don't have any context of it, but I'm thinking what's good to eat at lunch or for work. And we could probably break this down to a macro or, you know, quote unquote calorie. And I believe you could eat whatever the hell you want for work. Yeah. But if you want, if you wanted something very, I'm going to go the easier route, Jay, and then you can think about the other side of the coin. I'm going to go the easier route and say, just get a good lunch meat. You know, boar's head's very good. Try to get the cleanest one without, you know, there's a lot of zero nitrate stuff out there. If you really do care about yeah. anything like that, that a really low carb tortilla wrap and go ahead and have some, you know, veggies or fruit on the side, I think is a very good protein, low carb, you know, good, good, very good protein. Then you get some um, very good uh, micronutrients in there as well with like a spinach salad or any type of yeah. fruit cup or something like that. That's very easy. And you can roll it up and just like shove that in a bag. You don't have to have any, you know, chug that into my, um, a refrigerator also when you get to work. Very easy to do. I think a tortilla wrap with some fruit would be a really good choice for lunch. That's yeah, that, that shows how easy it is. Like you just literally yeah. broke it down. Like how easy did you think that up and how much time would that take for you to put it together and even to go even easier? If you guys could put that in a lunchbox and not even have it put together before you could put it together on your lunch hour, wrap out, yeah. throw the meat on there, roll it up, eat it. Um, so now, like you said, you want me to take the other route. If you wanted to maybe make it a little more complicated, maybe get a little more nutrient dense, have a little more whole foods in it. If you like took time to actually meal prep for the week and you could have something packed up in Tupperware, maybe in your fridge, you have um, some lean beef or some chicken or ground turkey or something. Um, Maybe you have some sweet potatoes or some rice, throw that in a Tupperware container, have some broccoli, some type of vegetable or something like that. Maybe an apple, um, pack it up, take it with you. It's going to take some time to meal prep earlier in the week, but um, you put that in a Tupperware container, put it in the lunchbox, you know, in a cooler, keep it cold, throw it in a microwave at work. Boom. You have a, you have a meal. Um, that That's about, uh, that's pretty freaking simple too. If you really want to think about it, but it does require cooking. Yeah, I think we could definitely look at that if there's a little bit of context behind that question. Yeah, um, sure. But I definitely do think that it's probably like a lot of people look at like lunches like, well, I just, you know, pack a bunch of shitty stuff in my lunchbox, you know, like whatever that may be. And I do think a lot of people kind of, you know, freak out a little bit. I'm like, what should I bring? What should I have for lunch? Or if I'm going out for lunch, what should I have? It's like, just stick to the basics. And if you're actually following calories, then you could kind of eat whatever you would like. You mm -hmm. know, it's whatever fits in your calories would be fine. If you want to get away from, you know, you know, uh, AKA crappy foods, you know, like, like you just said, those are two wonderful options to do. And like you said, you can even just toss like the whole, you know, half pound to pound thing of, you know, lunch meat in the container with a tortilla, just bring that with you and just make it at, yeah. make it at lunch, you know, the easier, the better. I think when we try to overcomplicate things, I'm like, Oh, it has to have 25 protein and 35, like eat your lunch, man. It's probably yeah. lunch, you know, at work. If you're eating lunch, most of the time for most people, 90% of people are eating lunch at work. It's a very important meal to actually have. So make it fun, make it exciting for yourself. That actually gives you a little bit of comfort throughout the rest of your day. Exactly. What's the easiest, what, you know, what, what kind of time do you have? Like you said, we need yeah. context. Like how much time yeah. do you have? Do you not have time? Do what Anthony said. Do you have more time? Maybe you can go home and prepare your lunch. You know what I mean? It's, it's big. It depends right there. Right. Um, I have another question that actually leads right into this pretty perfectly. This is from Kinetic Strength and Conditioning. Um, it's a brand new, I looked it up, it's a brand new Instagram page. I do believe this guy goes to my gym. Um, you guys go give him a follow, Kinetic Strength and Conditioning. He actually has, break this down a little bit because there's only so much room in that question box. Um, when counting macros, is it more important to reach your end day goal or individual meal goals? You kind of get that? It's yeah. kind of almost so when, the same when, question into. Yeah. 
Is it more important to reach your end day goal or individual goals when we count macros? Um, I would say in, end of your day goal, like, cause like meal timing doesn't really, if, if, if I'm reading that, if I'm getting that right, like he's mean like individual meals. So like, I don't ever give somebody individual meal macros. It's not like, it's like you realized to me, like, what do I want to eat for lunch? We went back to that last question. I wouldn't be like, I want you to eat 25 grams of protein, 40 grams of carbs and 15 grams of fat. I would tell you, I want your macros to be this by the end of the day. Um, so I think that's end of the day is more important. Um, with that, I would suggest having protein at every meal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that depends on the person obviously, but, uh, if he's a, if he's a male, probably at least 25 grams each meal, I probably, I would even maybe even at least 30. Um, but that's, we're getting on the, you know, we're cutting a fine line there, but that, that's my, that's the answer. I would say end of the day, absolutely is more important. I'll definitely agree with that. I think if we're looking at it, like, um, let's just say it's eight o'clock at night and you're looking back at your calories. You're like, Holy shit. Like I got some food to eat and like, just hit your protein if you can, or just hit your calories at the end of the day. I think Mm -hmm. it's more important at the end of the day to be consistently consistent on your calories. Don't think. And plus it takes off the added stress, right? Jay, I'm talking like, since we're talking about easy things for lunch, easy things for your, you know, dietary needs, just hit your protein and let your calories fall with your fats and carbs. I think when, do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, just the goals alone that you can hit just with that. And it takes the guesswork out of it. You know, if you're two, if you're 200 pound male or 130 pound female, hit your 130, 140 grams of protein, hit your 200 or 210 grams of protein, let your other calories fall. Just make sure, you know, you're still lifting heavy. You're still working out right, but hit your calories at the end of the day. That's where you're going to see the most success as opposed to like it being nine o'clock at night. And you're trying to measure out a half a scoop of peanut butter to hit like six more grams of fat. Seriously, like this, a lot of times the added stress that people put on that right. is going to be more detrimental to the, like people really stress that stuff out. Like, like, um, how many times I've done this before, like say I'm making a bowl of oatmeal and I need 80 grams of oats, um, to get 50 grams worth of carbs. And it's like 78 grams. And I'm like, more to get to 80. It's like, uh, dude, it's probably okay that it's 78 grams and not 80 or it's, or even like if it says 85 and not 80, like we don't have to like stress it that much. Just chill out and eat the food. It's okay. I think that's a huge, like, that's a huge problem I see with a lot of people as well. They think that that's how you have to be. And it's like, listen, if you're not walking across a stage in your underwear, damn near half naked, you do not need to be that specific. You don't because that, like you just said, that added stress is going to be so much more detrimental to your everyday existence in your journey. Mm -hmm. Like that added, we're trying to get away from that added stress. You know, like Jay, you and I talk about this all the time. The only way this thing works is consistency. And the only way consistency works is if you completely make this thing easy. And that's why you and I have always, the way that we teach all of our clients and how we always even talk to one another all the time. It's like, Hey man, simplify that shit. Is it mm-hmm. what's hard about it? Well, this X, Y, Z is hard about it. Well, how do you make that easy? Do this, then do that. You know, it's one of those things like the light, the light bulb goes off all the time. It's like simplify this stuff and it will be easy for you. We only make that complicated. You know, we as humans love to make that shit complicated. Yeah. I always tell people, don't, don't force your lifestyle to fit your diet or don't force, don't force. All right. I'm losing my words here. Um, don't force your diet to or don't push your lifestyle to fit your diet make your diet fit your lifestyle 100 yeah, that percent. that's that's a lot easier when i type it out to clients than it was when i had to say that out loud but yeah like don't like make it make that stuff simple man it's not 
because at the end of the day, no matter what, if, if, if it's so hard for you to hit your macros and you're doing that and it stretches you out three days in, you're going to stop doing it. Like, like yeah. when we give macro prescriptions, we don't tell you if, if I set your protein at 180, I, I want it to be from 170 to 190. That's that I, if I think is pretty freaking good. If you're like that most of the time. And I'd almost rather see that little variance there because I know you're probably eating different foods. You're probably having some fun with your food. You're mixing your meals up than I would seeing it spot on every single day. Right. I would, I would almost question it if it was Seriously, I do. spot on. I do I'd be like, you've been spot on for six days straight. How the hell? No one's that perfect. I haven't seen I someone. Question I question it a lot. And, I, like, I usually, I, and I usually ask people. I do the same whenever, whenever I see somebody, you know, I have a grown man and they're telling me they're only eating 1,400 calories. I'm like, are you tracking everything? Like, I... <laughs> Cause, and, and if you are, then you need to eat more. But like, usually, usually I'm not, I'm like, I don't think that they're only eating 1400 calories. Um, usually I assume that there's some error in their logging system or tracking, right. you know, which is another big part. Yeah. And to like kind of piggyback on that question as well, like to, to understand exactly what we're talking about, to wrap that entire question up, like, and that you can break that down to meals too, right? Like when we say calories at the end of the day are more important. Like, it doesn't matter if you eat twice a day. It doesn't matter if you eat six times a day. Mm-hmm. Whatever they've, they've done, this has been debunked many of times. Will it suck to eat once a day? Yes, it will suck. You're probably going to be hungry. You're going to be moody. It's going to mess with you. With all that stuff aside, if you want to eat once, you can. If you want to eat six times, seven times, you can. Mm-hmm. If you want to eat three times and have a bunch of snacks in the middle, it doesn't matter as long as you hit your, your, your calories at the end of the day. And that goes for fat loss as well. Like whatever you want to do to gain, to go to that deficit, you know, that's how, that's how success is going to happen. Yeah. And that question gets asked a lot. Yeah. Right. Cause people, I think it's like, it's weird how that happens. Like, well, I thought I heard you have to eat every couple of hours or to keep the, to kickstart your metabolism. How many times do you hear that? Oh, I have gosh. to kickstart my metabolism. I used to believe it. Me too. I used to eat every two hours, like almost on the, on the hour, dude. Like whenever I first started this and I'll tell you, it was when I first started lifting weights, dude, I got pretty like, I gained a lot of muscle, um, but it was just because I was eating more calories. It wasn't because I was eating every two hours. I'm like, this shit, this shit works, dude. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I was, I was lifting a lot and I was young and I was eating a lot of calories and a lot of protein. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you're eating a lot. You're forcing yourself to actually put food in your mouth, you know? I thought I was magic, dude. And then it's like, oh man. That's awesome, man. Did you get any questions from your people? Yeah, Actually, I have some good ones. I have some, I'll start with the ones that are more nutrition training related and then we'll go to i had a couple of people yeah. ask some fun questions so good uh, so the first one i'll put i'll put the two tiny, kind of together they're two separate questions but it's from a client of mine sybil um she lives over in luxembourg what's up but she uh has a whoop strap and so a lot of people that don't have whoops will kind of change this question a little bit to fit you guys too but a whoop strap basically tracks your heart rate tracks your recovery and sleep and all that stuff um she said um I'll read both questions. How can we stay more in the green on the whoop, which is in the green is like where you're fully recovered and you're like ready to go hard. Um, saying that you're feeling good. And then on the other side of that, what does recovery primarily have to do with if sleep performance is a hundred percent. So to get more context on that sleep performance, it'll say like you need like last night mine said I needed like eight hours and 10 minutes worth of sleep to get a hundred percent sleep performance. And I got a hundred percent sleep performance, but my recovery was not in the green. Um, so a lot of people think, I think if people are thinking that only sleep goes into that, you know, 
like just recovery. That's not the case. So how I'm going to spend this question is how can we recover better? Um, and how can we stay more like optimized to train? So do you want to, do you want to go ahead and start with that? Um, yeah, 100, 100%. I'll, I'll, ju- I'll jump right into a couple things that I think number one, um, is sleep close to number one? 100%. Yeah. One, 100%. We know, I mean, this, you can track that back. I mean, that's why it's so important to track our sleep, right? Like that's why there's so many of these, um, new widgets out there in the world that can track our sleep. Cause yes, it is super, super important, but guess what? Just getting seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours of sleep a night. That's not going to recover if you're an asshole during the day. And when I say that it's because we need everything in the bucket of recovery to make the recovery work. You can't just, you know, okay. So if you're working your ass off at work, hypothetically, you're working 40 regular 40 hours a week, 45 hours a week, plus commuting, trying to get your calories in the stressors of everyday life. And you're staying up till two o'clock in the morning every night, binging Netflix, because you say you don't have enough time to watch your shows and you can't sleep at night. And then you say you get eight hours of sleep. That doesn't erase that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't erase the just shitty day that you had before, just because you're getting eight hours of sleep. Everything that we do throughout the day to lower our cortisol, which is that fight or flight response in our body, that's everything from your daily walking, your daily meditation, your journaling, that all gets put in the bucket of recovery. And sleep is on the top of it. But the reason why we say sleep is on the top of it is because of the fact that if all those other things are helping you out to get better sleep, you're going to get better sleep and your recovery is going to be better. So it's one of those things like it all has to be in the bucket. I know it's a long winded answer and piggyback on that any way you want, but yeah. you, I know you and I both agree that sleep is, it's sleep. fucking, it's huge. It's huge. Always, always number one for me. It's almost one of the first things I talk about with people. Right. Like, well, they'll be signing up for a nutrition coach thinking we're going to get nutrition. I find out you slept five hours. We're going to talk about sleep first. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. we are. Got a little frozen here. Guys, if anyone's listening, you can still hear me. Justin kind of ticked out a little bit. So at that last question was talking about recovery. Gotcha. Oh, you I'm back? I'm back, yeah. All right, go back over. I was just kind of talking to the community. You, 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 you spaced glad. out a little bit. You spaced out a little bit. So I was just talking to the community. But go I, ahead and re- read that question I again. Kept it going. Yeah, so we were talking about recovery. So like some over other factors besides like sleep and stress. Stress is a huge one. Um, but some things that kind of play into that that we could also talk about like, and that go into your actual recovery. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think about like, where's your fitness level at? Like my fitness level might be higher than someone else's vice versa. Theirs might be higher than mine. So their right. recovery, they're going to be able to recover from more volume easier than I could. So that's going to play a role. Um, health plays a role in your recovery, especially on the whoop strap, especially if you're sick, you're, you're not going to be recovering as well. Even if you have like a little cold or maybe you have an injury. Um, that's something I've noticed from tracking. Like I have a, a group and my whoop strap of people, um, that are my clients. And I have a client right now that's, that's injured. She has like a, she like broke a bone in her foot or something and her recovery has been way down. Well, her body's fighting to get better. So that's one thing. Right. Um, right. And then stress, like you said, diet, how much food we eat, um, obviously plays a role in our recovery. That's why we always talk about, you need to eat more food. Most likely if you're an active individual, um, hydration, we could, we could go into that. Um, and then also like, just because you sleep one night, one, one full evening, what if you had a really bad sleep the night before and you trained really, really hard that day before, and then you trained really hard the day before that, and you just had a tough week of training 
Right. And, re- and maybe you slept bad a couple nights. Well, that, that's it all kind of just combined. So yeah, we could, we could sleep really well all night and never recover that well if we aren't doing the other things that happen. You know, you got, it's just like um, we say there's only one hour a day that we spend in the gym and there's 23 other hours to mess stuff up. Well, you, if you sleep eight hours, you still got a lot of the other part of your day where you can mess some things up to, to hurt that recovery. Um, yeah, 100%. And it also goes back to, I mean, you could take that any single direction we want to take that too. Like even mm-hmm. with, even with your workouts, like you go in and like, if you should be talking to your coach, number one, if you don't have one, get one, because it really helps you out in just in your fitness and nutrition as well. If you go in Jay and you go ahead and do Fran, which is a workout for a CrossFit, if anyone doesn't know what that is, 2159, you know, pull-ups and thrusters, you go in and do Fran and I go in and do Murph, which is the heart, one of the hardest workouts there is. Like we have to play that day differently. Like you and I aren't both going to eat the same thing afterwards. We're not both going to sleep the same amount of hours afterwards. Like those are completely two different workouts. So I think you need to get your, your head wrapped around how you're training throughout the day also compiles onto your recovery as well. There's different things you need to do to recover from your daily stressors. And like you said, that goes back to exactly what you said, hardcore workout after workout after workout, you need to recover differently. You can't just keep burning the candle at both ends and sleep mm-hmm. for the same seven hours a night. That's not going to offset it. And I think that's the great thing. Like I don't have a whoop. Um, I have a Fitbit, but I think that's one of the greatest things that the whoop does is actually you can see how much you pour out of one cup and the other cup yeah. and you, you can see, okay, if I'm recovering in this zone and this zone's bad still, you have to adjust for that. Like you need to figure out why you can't get your zones more together or more in the, in the good area, like the green area, you know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. a good thing you get to see how much you pour out of each cup. And I think we take that for granted. If you don't track anything, you take that for granted. So if we're just tracking one thing and that's sleep, you're missing out on a whole other spectrum of things you need to be recovering from and yep, using for that. your recovery. That's a, that's a really good way. Good answer there. Um, so I have a few more. Uh, one person, Damon, I'm not sure who. So I don't know if you have the same problem. Uh, with putting question boxes up. And if you're listening to this and you're a spammer on question boxes, I don't like you. And uh, why, why do people do that, dude? I have like, I literally probably had 20 replies and only yeah. five legit questions. And it's all this spam. Like, come on guys, chill out on that. No one, no one's responding to you. Yeah. Uh, no one, no one. Someone asked, how are your workouts going? Which is a good, just a really relaxed question. So especially this time of the year. So how are your, how are your workouts going? Horrible. Um, because of quarantine time, I have literally been pulling my hair out the last couple of weeks and I'm ready to go back to the gym. And there's only so many TRX workouts and walks and pushups I can do a day before I'm just ready to lift again. I want to bench press. I want to touch a barbell. I want to touch some dumbbells. Um, so with that being said though, what I can say is there's been a couple more cheat meals and a couple more drinks during this quarantine time, but I am eating regular food. Okay. So that's the most important thing I can control is that, um, as far as walking, I've been walking 10 plus thousand steps uh, a day easily. I think I had almost 20 the other day. I walked for hours, um, just because I had the time workouts are going. Okay. Um, I'm just more in the zone of getting my sleep. I can definitely tell you I'm sleeping eight to 10 hours, number one, and I'm eating. I'm tracking my calories as best as I can to be around my maintenance level right now. As much as I want to lose weight, I think the stressors of this time have gotten to me now towards the end of quarantine. I know in the very beginning of this, you and I talked about like, chill out, have some food, maintenance calories will be going good and you shouldn't be in a deficit. We talked about that. I, on the other hand, am stubborn and I wanted to lose weight. And now it's kind of coming to that time where I'm kind of done being in a deficit. I'm very moody. 
and um, it's just really not the time. I'd rather have pizza right now. Like I'm going for to go meet up with my family for Mother's Day right after this. I'm hopping in the shower and we're going. We're doing brunch, which means awesome mimosas, some drinks after, and we have nothing but hors d'oeuvres and pick on stuff. There's no meal. So I don't care. It's going to be tons of cheese and crackers, tons of fats, and some champagne this morning. And you know what? That's going to do me better than trying to count you know, three, 400 calories less a day. And they have to try to track that fat loss. So long winded st- uh, answer again, guys, workouts are going okay. I can't wait for gyms to open. And I know Justin has a way better time with workouts right now. You prick, because now you have a gym. <laughs> yeah, I'm really lucky. Like, um, but like your answer is super honest and probably how most people's answer is going to look right now. And that's okay. Like a lot of people are just stressing out that your workouts aren't going well. Like you got to just chill out. You can't do anything about it. Like, right you got to make the most out of what you can with what you have. And like you said, it's, it's okay. If you gain a few pounds during quarantine right now, it's okay. Like it's nothing. It's fine. It's not a big deal. We can easily get right back on track once the gym start open, which is going to be soon for pretty much everywhere. Right. Um, my workouts, I mean, I have a garage gym um, and I'm really lucky. Like I'm super, just super blessed. My workouts haven't really changed that much. If I'm being honest, I can still do pretty much everything. Um, and I won't rub it in anybody's faces by getting any, deeper in the conversation with that but yeah um, <laughs> well I'm, you you invested some money man so you know it is yeah, what I, it is I paid for it. yeah definitely definitely paid for it. and shelby doesn't know no she can hear me she's upstairs but i just bought a bench too she's been talking about wanting a bench nice uh, we don't have a bench but i i've just been doing like floor presses and stuff yeah um i don't really care um she's been benching on the box that i made which i know hurts her back because it's oh really yeah wide. so she's been like benching on that but i ordered one from amazon i ordered a bench um hopefully nice. here, like, this week so That'd be good. But um, I have two more questions. The next one is, what is your favorite book to read? That was by, I don't know who this is, Marianne Welter. But um, your favorite book to read. So uh, I guess since that is your favorite one book, you could list a couple books or favorite all-time book or something. (laughs) Yeah, so um, something that helped me a lot, and it comes in a pack of books, actually. Uh, Craig Ballantyne is a entrepreneur um, you guys look him up. He does so much for he, he, his expertise. He's had businesses. His expertise are with higher end clients, but his books that he wrote, um, the perfect day formula and the seven week formula, Craig Ballantyne's books, not just because if you're an entrepreneur or not, it helps you set your days up and your morning routines, your nighttime routines. He's a big routine guy. That book, those three books to me, um, those series of books really, kind of opened my eyes to um, daily planning, weekly planning, and what journaling should actually be about. Um, that to me, planning is everything. Without planning, I don't think we can even do anything. You know what I'm saying? That's like waking up in the morning without a plan, you're just lost. I mean, it's, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for, for to not to have any success at all. If you just wake up, oh, I'm going to write down today what I need to do. There's no way that's going to work. So there's routines to be put into place. So Craig Ballantyne's books are really great. And actually, he runs so many specials on his books. If you just go to his email club, you can probably get them for free. Literally. So yeah, check him out. I, I mean, <clears throat> we talk about morning routines people a lot or um, even journaling with people. And a lot of times they just don't understand how to do it. Like they just kind of get lost in it. So that's a really good recommendation. I knew you like those books a lot. I had a feeling you might say that. As your fate, like that's just yeah. you recommend it to clients too. I know I recommend a lot of books to clients all the time. My favorite, so all on my list, a couple I've been reading. I've read a lot, I've read more books this year than I have in the last several years. So, been reading a lot lately. I really, really enjoy it. Um, 
one that I recommend to clients. I don't know if you're putting this on YouTube, but I'll show it for the people. Yeah, yeah, I am. Atomic Habits by James Clear. Great book. Um, recommend this to a lot of clients. I actually use a lot of his strategies in here in my coaching, like just because it's so it's so life changing stuff in there. Um, great book though. Uh, it's just basically about how to build good habits and break bad ones. It gives you different strategies to go about that. Um, you can apply it to literally anything in your life. And people listen to this podcast like to train and like to eat better. A lot of really good tips. Um, but it goes for even more than that. You can apply it to business, to your job, to your relationships, anything. I'm actually uh, I'm actually listening to that right now on Audible. Uh, it's great, isn't it? Because Chase Chuny and I had on uh, my podcast as well. He recommended that as well. He goes, "This is the book," and I'm like, "I'm like, I thought I I thought I read that," and I got off, and I was talking to my girlfriend Carrie Ann, and she was like, "You haven't read that yet, dude." I'm like, "Really?" So I put it on Audible, and I'm like, "I haven't listened to this," and it's mm-hmm. it's it's only a five hour Audible, so I'm talking fast. But yeah, for right now, it's yeah, it's all about kicking that shit out of your head that you don't need, and like setting yes. setting yourself up. Fantastic, man! I really really wish I would have read it sooner, but I mean, I, I, it's helped my coaching too. Um, and then in this book is called the go-giver. Um, it is, it's about like, it's about this guy that works in a business basically, but he has this business idea and he's not, I'm not sure he's a selfish guy. He's a good guy, but, um, he goes and he talks to this like business mogul, um, that kind of mentors him through this stuff. And it's, and it's what he's expecting isn't what he gets, but this guy is all about giving and I think as, as us as coaches, that's a huge part of what we do is we have to give value and just give value and give value. And that's what you're all about. Um, I know, uh, but it's a really good story. It's a super easy read, really recommend it. It's, it's not based on a true story or anything like that, but um, it was really powerful. It was really hard to put the book down. I read it in a couple of days, but um, another really good book. And then I also, lately I've been hooked on Can't Hurt Me by David, David Goggins. I started reading that last year and I didn't finish it. I think you read it. Um, I listened to it on audible. Yeah. You got to listen to it on audible because it's like a podcast as well. So it's, oh, I, it's, I bet, and you hear it in his voice. Yeah. Oh dude. He, if you guys haven't looked into that man, you guys need to look him up, but that is a really, really good book. It made me feel, you know, I like to think that I'm pretty mentally tough. Um, I pushed through a lot of things and I pretty disciplined. Uh, it made me feel like I had so much room for improvement like listening to him, him talk and his story. And then I just read living with a seal too, which is, you should check it out. Really easy read. It's really funny. Uh, Jesse Isler, who's this entrepreneur hires David Goggins to come live with him for 30 days. And he said that he'll do anything he says, and he does do anything he says, but some of the things they do is insane. Oh no. Hilarious. Like some of the things that David, cause David's straight faced the whole time, just down to business. And Jesse's kind of a funny dude, but just the way David talks to him and makes him do stuff. It's fun. So anybody wants an easy, that's an easy read too. Uh, check that out. Really, really good one. And yeah, then that's I see awesome. The Harry Potter's behind you. I, I started reading those. Obviously I was young when they came out. I think the first one came out when I was like maybe in fifth grade or something. Um, but that's a great book series. I can see it on your shelf right now. Yeah, that's all Carrie Ann right there. I guarantee she's read through those books. I can't even tell you how many times, you know, but those yeah. are that, that's all her favorite jam. So. All right. Last question. It's a pretty good one. It's fun. Nothing to do with fitness. Good. Um, if you were a superhero, what powers would you have? Ah, I love this. Yeah, I am. Every time I'm asked this question, I'm totally torn because the kid, the, the kid in me, I would love to have super, I would love to be Superman. Cause I would love to have those powers, even though he has a weakness. Like I love, I think I know what you're going to say too, but so, I'm not, not going to say it. I would no, love, I'll, super, I'll I would love super. Yeah. Go For ahead. anybody that doesn't know Anthony, 
loves superhero movies, superhero <laughs> stuff like that. You do, though. You, you love it. So yeah. this question is probably really fun for him. I knew <laughs> yeah. he would enjoy it. This is, this is a great question. Thank you so much, whoever asked this. Like, thank you so much. Um, Superman would be my, my kid and me question. Like, could a kid and me answer? I apologize. Um, I just, I, w- I love everything about Superman. I mean, he's the strongest, you know, whatever. You know, can leap tall buildings in a single bound, all that shit, fly around, save people. His powers to me would be awesome. But my real, and I don't, only my close-knit, group of people know this about me the real person that i the superhero that i want to be to have the exact same powers and go through his same journey because his journey i think is it's so awesome the adversity he's had to done and i like his fucking attitude too is logan i would love to have wolverine powers from the x-men that's my fucking jam right there that's awesome everything he is about all those movies i had all his uh figures growing up like he was my undercover brother for sure as Wolverine. So that's like, that's a really good question. Thank you. For, I love that. I feel so good talking about that right now. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. You said that. Um, so this question is really hard. I thought about it a lot. I had to think about it. It's so hard. Cause I want to be every superhero, but I know yeah, Superman is like almost the obvious answer. We all, we all like want to be Superman. Like he can pretty much do everything and there's no kryptonite on this earth. So yeah, right. <laughs> we'd be good to go. Um, I didn't know. I don't know if you've told me, wolverine before i i feel like you have um but i was actually it's really really weird i was gonna say that too that was gonna be mine and like because and i know it's not the common answer but because like like you said he did go through a lot of adversity he has some great powers too but like his recovery he can recover and i was like i was like trying to think realistically for me like if i had to have superpowers what would i want right right right, right. i worked out really hard i would want to be any super strong he's fast i'd want to be able to recover (laughs) <laughs> I know that's crazy, but like, that's, that's the answer that I was going to give to. And I remember I got asked that for a job interview when I was like 19 and I was really, really running and stuff. And I, I chose the flash, um, because he was super fast, but I don't like he, that answer anymore. He, he, he has healing powers too, though. He does. Yeah. Um, but I remember choosing that answer as a kid. Um, I mean, they're all cool. Like, I know. I mean, I think the question should be, who don't you want to be? Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be. If you want to talk who you don't want to be, I don't want to be like, like a night crawler, you know, like yeah. I don't want to have my body or like beast. I don't want my body yeah. to be changed because of my power. I want to be a normal person that has power, you know, right. I don't want to look like an animal. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun, that was a fun question though. So thanks for that question. Yeah. It's awesome, man. I love that's, it. Dude. You guys, community, thank you so much for all these questions. It's, this is exactly what coffee talk should always be about, man. But Jay, we're coming up to the top of the hour, dude. Um, like I do in my podcast, I kind of want to throw this at you just because I appreciate not just all your time and energy, but I do appreciate you always teaching me something. And I want you to teach something to the community right now. What is, um, I know we've talked about so many great points right now. What is something that people give me like one great actionable item. If you could say to people what they should be doing throughout their week coming up to tomorrow will be Monday. What's something that people can do as soon as they turn off this, this podcast and get, get going on that actionable item. What's probably one of the top couple of things that you would like people to do throughout the week. Um, so during this time, this is, this, this answer could change depending on what's going on, I think. But right now I'm I, that I've been like focusing on, um, I'll just start taking cold showers and stuff like that. And like working on my breathing work, I'm going to say kind of like just chilling out and unplugging and mm-hmm. just like, I know that we're not working out like a lot of people aren't working out like they want to, but like there's still a lot of stress going on. So just work on like taking some downtime away from like any stressor that you have. And that means like even away from like the TV and like, I know that's relaxing and sitting down and watching Netflix, but just chill out and like 
be with yourself and like breathe and work on that. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to have you like, that's what I want people to focus on this week. Like that's awesome. Maybe not even meditation, but basically is meditation, you know, but like breath work and unplugging. I think coming back to like coming back to oneself is a big thing that we don't do enough of. And you can do that in any way, shape or form you want, even on like a walk without your phone or just like when we say by yourself, like do it by yourself, like come back, come back to center, you know, like come back to center a couple of times throughout the week. I think we definitely need to do more of that. I think that without doing that, we become more stressed in our life. And that's exactly what we're trying to avoid. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stress going on right now. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, as, as I say that, it's what I need to work on as well. You know, y'all do every, every day. We have to do it every day. And I think that's the whole point, right? Justin, where can everybody find you at on Instagram? And if anybody wants any of coaching to check you out at the method, where can they find you at bro? So yeah, my Instagram is Justin underscore Lance. Um, the method is the method now.com.au. You guys can sign up through there and just request me as a coach. And if you, and if you really want, you can hit me up on Instagram to ask about that as well. It's the best place to find me though. Awesome, man. Dude, thank you so much for coming on Coffee Talk. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for all your yeah. time and energy. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you too, man. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. That's right, moms. You're awesome. Later, bro. See you, man. Well, there you have it, community. Another awesome, awesome episode of Coffee Talk. And that was Justin Lawrence. So guys, go ahead and give Justin a follow. See what he's doing over there at The Method now. And you guys, like he said, take time to yourself. Take time to breathe by yourself. Take time to meditate if you meditate or journal if you journal. But do it by yourself with zero distractions. Come back to center. I think that was the best best advice we can give during this crazy quarantine time, and this, this crazy COVID time. So guys, always comes back to you and you have to be centered for anything else to work around your life and every single day. I mean, give me a break. It could lead all that negativity can leach into everything around your life, especially our loved ones that we tend to like not think that that's how that works, but it really, really does. So guys, I just want to go ahead and say thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, but before you go, I just have a, a really quick favor to ask of you guys. Please subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel if you haven't. That really helps us jump up the ladder of the ratings and it really gets noticed. Uh, both the podcast and YouTube get noticed way more when people inter interact with it, drop comments, and give five-star ratings and all that good stuff. So comment, follow, subscribe, all those great things. And please share it with a friend. And also, if you have a really favorite, if you have a, you listen to this, you have a, like a great favorite part and you didn't write it down, take a screenshot of that part, share it to your story, tag myself, Everyday Anthony J, or go ahead and tag um, Justin underscore Lawrence on Instagram, and we're going to show you guys some love right back. And guys, like always, without you, this wouldn't be possible. And guys, like without you, this podcast wouldn't be happening and I wouldn't be a coach. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Have a rest of a, your wonderful Sunday. Have a kick-ass Sunday and stay tuned for Monday morning. Go ahead and wake up tomorrow and you're going to get Motivational Mondays with me and uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to bring it. I'm really going to fucking bring it for you guys on Monday morning. So that's something near and dear to my heart. Hope you guys tune in, subscribe. I love you guys all so much. Take care.